I'm major award-winning songwriter, Don Ferlazzo. And I'm feeling good, feeling free, Caitlin Kay. And And this this is Welcome Welcome to to the Jingle. Jingle, The show where we take a jingle-sized dive into the fascinating world of local TV and radio jingles. Indeed we do, and I'm very excited for this one, as I always am, but this one in particular because Mm -hmm. uh, today we'll be talking about Hoffman's Playland in Loudonville, New York. Caitlin, do you remember Hoffman's? I do remember Hoffman's. Um, I remember being a place for like littler kids, I think. Sure, yeah. Like teenagers wouldn't be going there for fun. They would be working at Hoffman's. Yeah, it was like smaller, smaller rides. Very cute. Uh, I remember going there. Oh, as, so this one you've actually gone to. I've gone there as a little kid. I was a, not really a ride-loving child of not very uh, ride-loving parents, and they would never have taken us to Six Flags. However, Mom did take us to Hoffman's Playland because you didn't have to travel anywhere. Mm-hmm. It was really close, um, and you could just plop your your baby in a little car on a track and have have a good old day. Sure, I think I think that's a, a lot of what made Hoffman's uh, successful was you know the proximity to Albany, you know, the capital of New York, um, easy to get to, not really overly expensive. In fact, definitely affordable, um, mm-hmm. which is you know convenient for um, you know anybody in in this area who's just looking for a, a couple hours or a half day or a full day of something to do, um, you know, without having to hop on a plane or or take a bus, you know, to a major metropolitan area. Mm-hmm. So. I'm not surprised to hear that you got to experience it in that fashion back in your day. And it is still around in a different form. And you just went like last weekend. I did. Yeah. My I, my family and I went to um, now called Huck Finn's Playland um, mm-hmm. just this past Saturday. It was my second time there since Huck Finn's opened um, and they opened in 2015. Uh, but we brought back my son Emmett who's three or our son Emmett who's three and a half uh, going on four so this is his second time there we had gone once before the uh, pandemic had started so a couple years ago and he loved it then but now he really loved it Mm -hmm. like he literally shrieked when he saw where we were and what we were doing he does shriek he shrieked and he like pointed at at the big slide where you um you walk up the 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 stairs or the yeah i guess it's stairs and you're holding like a potato sack mm-hmm. and then you slide down riding in the potato sack like, they still have it they do and i rode it with him and it was fun um mm-hmm. so like he went nuts over it but a little bit more about our trip there a little bit later first i think we need to get into the history of hoffman's playland um so we can have a deeper understanding of of this park's history and what it meant to the community as we lead up to the jingle itself, which it's standalone. The jingle is great, but it's really um, enriched when you know the history, in my opinion. And you've done a lot of research. I have done a lot of research. Uh, the research actually found me on this one mm-hmm. after a little bit of legwork. So let's get into the history and then we'll talk about how we came to get this jingle in our hands. Uh, first of all, Hoffman's Playland was founded in 1952 in Loudonville, which again is just outside Albany, by Bill Hoffman. Um, it was originally part of Hoffman's Turkey Farm, which was owned by Bill's father, Adam. And then Adam sold off parts of his land to his sons, Bob, Paul, and Bill in the late 1940s. 
Um, each son founded their own business meant to complement the other, all in you know close proximity to mm-hmm. each other. So Bob went into the mini golf business. Uh, Paul created a restaurant and an ice cream stand. And then finally, Bill, uh, last one to open up, uh, was Hoffman's Playland. So those businesses opened in 1949 and then finally 1952. And they mm-hmm. all opened up right there, you know, on the turkey farm or on the same land that, that the turkey farm had been occupying. Um, Hoffman's itself started with a merry-go-round. Um, and, and you rode turkeys. You didn't ride turkeys. It's a legit merry-go-round, mm-hmm. which I believe is the same merry-go-round you can still ride today at, at Huckfin's Playland. Um, but rides were added over the years. In fact, uh, one of the largest... Um, manufacturers and at, at the time the largest manufacturer of of amusement park rides for kids parks was located in north tonawanda so they, they didn't have to go too too far to to go and get world-class rides to bring to hoffman's playland um but they uh you know they got a couple new rides you know every few years or one ride every year and they just kept building the park up uh, to create what we know and love as Hoffman's Playland, or, or knew and loved as Hoffman's Playland, I should say. Um, eventually, Bill and his wife, Hetty, uh, passed the business on to their son, Dave, after he finished college at Siena. Um, and then David operated the park with his wife, Ruth, until 2014, when they finally decided to retire. Um, so in total, the park uh, operated for 52 years. But as you mentioned before, the spirit of Hoffman's lives on in a new location and under a new name. Now it's Huckfield. Playland, also in Albany, New York, but just, you know, down the road in the Albany uh, Warehouse District. So all the same rides are there, or, or most of the same rides, I should say. Uh, I would I would say roughly 75% of the rides that were in Hoffman's Playland are now in Huckfin's, um, just from my own recollection. A couple of omissions um, that I you know, noticed where the bumper cars are not there. And I loved the bumper cars mm-hmm. as a kid, you know, seeing the sparks on the pole above you <laughs> as you went, you're like, this feels dangerous. It probably was. Um, so no bumper cars. Um, I feel like there were, and, and I, and by feel like, I mean, I know because I, I've seen footage of this, there used to be like train tracks with cars on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, little, little metal cars that the kids could sit in. Those are not there either. Um, now where did I get all this history from? Well, I obtained a copy of the WMHT documentary, One More Ride, The Hoffman's Playland Story. Um, it came out in 2014. Mm-hmm. It was about the the final days and the history of the park. And they explained all of this in beautiful color with narration and just archive footage, interviews from the family members, um, interviews from uh, patrons, from people who worked there. Uh, it was really, really, really well done. And I got that DVD when I obtained um, the the uh, jingle itself. So should I get into that story too? Get into that story. This is just Don just talking about uh, how much I love Hoffman's Playland and, and Caitlin just gets to listen and, and nod. <laughs> I'm listening and nodding. So uh, of the Playland restaurant and uh, what's the other one? Turkey Groomer. Um, Playland restaurant and mini golf course. Mini golf course. I know the mini golf course is not there anymore. Correct. The restaurant, like like Hoffman's, obviously one out of the three. Playland lasted the longest. Is the restaurant there in some form? I don't think so. I, I think the restaurant, if I remember correctly, stand. it was like an ice cream stand, like like a drive-in kind of place. So mm-hmm. it wasn't like come on down to Hoffman's restaurant where you can sit down and have a four-course dinner. Like it was, you know, you went up and you ordered your burger and fries and cotton candy and things like that. So I 
I was over in that area recently and that did not appear to be there anymore. So Hoffman's Playland was the, the final standing um, business. Um, and I can verify this because I actually got to go there. Not to Huck Finn's, but Hoffman's itself. So why don't we get into how we came to obtain this jingle? Tell us the story. Normally on this show, when we say, hey, let's do the blankety blank jingle, mm-hmm. we go on YouTube and if it's there, then we can do a show about it. If it's not, that's the end of our search. <laughs> well, in this case, uh, no jingle on YouTube. No jingle anywhere, as far as we could tell. Um, but I know somebody who works for Hoffman's Jiffy Lube, which is another side of the Hoffman family. They're all entrepreneurs in that family. I mean, the whole thing started, according to the documentary, with, with Adam, who, again, was the turkey farmer, mm-hmm. um, having opened a bowling alley. And eventually the government purchased the bowling alley from him, uh, you know, due to wartime needs and gave him the money that he needed to then go open up his turkey well, farm. What do they need? Like I think they needed balls? it for like manufacturing or, or something. I'm not they needed sure. a bowling alley They needed a building. It was glossed over in the documentary, but point is mm-hmm. that the government said, hey, you're closed. We need this building. Here's some money. And he went ahead to Loudonville and bought the farm area. The troops uh, the need to bowl. <laughs> it wasn't that. <laughs> but point being is that there's another side of the Hoffman's family mm-hmm. who is involved in the car wash and Jiffy Lube, uh, you know, uh, oil change business locally. And um, so I know somebody who works for that corporation. Um, and he, you know, gave me a name and said, oh, look up this guy, um, Tom Hoffman Jr. I, you know, I Google him and I find on YouTube, he's got this beautiful drone footage, HD crystal clear drone footage of the final days of Hoffman's Playland. So I get to see this beautiful Playland, like packed with people, um, sparkling HD, just beautiful summer days. And, uh, and it was just super cool to get to see everything in its place where I remember it. Um, but you know, again, in sparkling HD, big fan of picture quality in case you can't tell um so anyway i i find him on facebook and i just say hey listen we do a podcast about this sort of thing we'd love to do the hoffman's playland jingle could you help me obtain it somehow and shortly thereafter i get a facebook message back from him and he says hey let me uh, connect you with dave hoffman david hoffman um you know the the most recent owner of hoffman's here's his cell phone number here's his email address Uh, go ahead and reach out Mm -hmm. so i call him immediately he picks up immediately he was expecting my call because he obviously must have spoken with his cousin uh tom jr and he could not have been nicer david was just so accommodating so you know pleased that we wanted to talk about his park and obviously I, i gushed because not i wasn't trying to suck up or anything i really feel this way i have such fond memories of this park and i think everybody in this area does Um, and he said, you know what, uh, my wife, Ruth, uh, and I, you know, we remember the jingle, we know it existed and she thinks we know where it is. So we're going to dig it up for you. Um, so then a couple days later he calls me and he says, Hey, why don't you come on down to, uh, to Hoffman's Playland and I'll give it to you. I said, wait a minute, is the building still there? He said, yeah, it's all here. Come on over. So I drive up and there's like the big ticket building and he's like in there just getting some work done. He's, I think he had like a table saw going and he was just doing stuff, Mm -hmm. you know, retired David. And he hands me this, this black folder, which I'm now presenting to you, Caitlin. It's real. It's here. I verify. Watch out. There's a lot of stuff in there. Okay. Um, And inside you're going to find a letter from the company that produced it. I'm opening the folder. And why don't you tell us a little bit about what you're seeing here? Okay. I am seeing uh, like probably a mimeographed copy on coast to coast productions letterhead which looks like kind of a cool old classic car logo 
And it says, David Hoffman, Hoffman's Playland, Route 9, Latham. And it has sort of, uh, it has the lyrics to Hoffman's Playland. Uh-huh. So you can sing along. And it has... Some handwritten notes on there, Some too. handwritten notes about a 60-second jingle, 50-second music bed, 10-second vocal, 30-second vocal... 20 music bed with 10 second vocal close and then it has a name and a phone number at the bottom and it looks like this coast to coast productions was located in nashua new hampshire yeah so that's uh, unfortunately it's not dated but but david tells me he thinks it's of the 80s which makes sense when you listen to the jingle and then inside there's a couple actual copies of the jingle on original media for the for the day Okay, there are um, cassette tapes with the Coast to Coast logo. (laughs) Oh, and now I understand what this logo is because the Coast to Coast tagline is, we've got a real solution as in real to real tape. Oh. And I just realized that what I- You realized? I realized Uh that what I thought was like the classic car steering wheel is actually a tape reel. I didn't catch this, so I'm glad you did. I'm holding this up to the microphone like people can see. Uh, it looks like kind of like a Chrysler logo. It looked like there was a either a wheel or a steering wheel, but it's a real a tape reel, and this like little swoop is a piece of tape oh, coming out. Yeah, so it is. So I it's like a that. real. Get a closer look. Yeah, I know. There's a two copies solution. of the tape. Um, wow. I should be wearing gloves for this archival. I have to admit, I, I didn't play the cassette because I. You don't ha- want it to like melt accidentally. I was yeah, I didn't want to be responsible for that, but the cassette's in beautiful shape. Um. And there's also a a compact disc that oh. says Hoffman's Playland Jingles. Oh, they're liner notes. They're liner notes in here, but they don't seem related to this. It says Bobby uh, uh, Bobby Brine's Pub, Days Jewelers. Todd Motor Sales, Joe's All American, Big Brothers and Big Sisters. So it seems to be like maybe they reused the liners. Are there liners in the second cassette? Or like is maybe that there? Uh, or could this? Oh, could maybe these are like demos, yeah. like other ones to listen to. Like their sizzle reel, or here's our resume. Oh my gosh, I m- we're gonna need to revisit what's on these tapes. Okay, this one says. I just assumed they were just you know audio recordings of the jingle no this one has the same notes but they're like uh they're the track so the 60 second jingle and then second track is the just the music bed with a 10 second vocal close um okay so that one must be that that copy of the tape must Mm. be this is the sizzle reel that i'm holding we simply must explore the sizzle reel we're gonna dig up a tape deck i have one actually in the office here but it's not hooked up um we'll, we'll get that uh playing maybe a little bit later but we should really talk about the jingle at mm-hmm. hand um but i thought that was pretty cool that 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 um you know david and ruth like dug up this original copy and that cd you see in there like if this really is from the 80s that's one of the earliest cds that was um you know put out there because yes yeah, cds you know existed in the early 80s but they really weren't catching on until the late 80s and into the early 90s so you know this this cd is just plain gold with a with a standard label on it, probably typewritten on there, right? Yep, Hoffman's Playland Jingles. I smelled it. it. Smells old. Well, I have to admit, I put that into my CD player because I do have a car that has a CD player in it, and I put it in as I was driving out of Hoffman's Playland after having met with David, and I was just ear to ear smiling the whole time. 
I thought you were going to tell me, like, all of a sudden a voice was like, it's a cd it's still digital media but when i was there Mm -hmm. with david you know we were standing in the ticket office and he was like oh yeah we used to have you know a restaurant over here and this is where you would get your tickets that was the gift shop over there and all the while through the windows i can see the rest of the abandoned park so i can see where the where the um what do you know bumper cars the things Mm -hmm. that i loved i could see the stand where they once were and i could see where um, you know, where the trees were now overgrown because this is like six years ago that they've closed. But it was all like laid out. Just the rides weren't there. And, you know, he was telling me how unfortunate it is that, um, you know, people get back there and vandalize, you know, the structures that remain. Um, so they have to call the police. It's kind of a pain in the butt. But all the while, I'm just like thinking, can I just look back there? I, like I, my soul wants to go back and experience mm-hmm. the fun. And, and we talked about uh, there was a tunnel that the train would go through. And he's like, Ooh. oh, yeah. And the creepy clown was back there. I'm like, that clown creeped me out. I don't know if he used the word creepy or if mm-hmm. I just inserted it into my mind. But again, David couldn't have been uh, sweeter, you know, to meet me, to trust me with these original copies. Um, and he gave me a copy of the DVD. He said, oh, if you want to know more about the history, I said, I do. We're going to talk about it on the show. So. It was a super thrill for me. Thanks, David. And then, you know, just a couple weeks later to get to go to Hoffman's, now Huck Finn's, you know, down the road with my family and experience the exact same rides that, you know, are are still kept up nicely and Mm -hmm. and laid out in a similar, um, you know, configuration. That was extra special, too. Did he give you free tickets? He didn't give me free tickets. He doesn't own Huck Finn's. I thought maybe like he had a stack of them and they're like, hey... Thanks for the rides. You can come anytime you want. Here's some passes. Yeah, he did, and I won't get into it because I don't know if this is um, confidential or not. But he did get into you know what's meant to happen to that land once. I uh, wondered because you know it's it's a prime piece of land on mm-hmm. on Route Nine in Loudonville, which is a nice area, a uh, suburb of Albany, um, and surrounding it right now are higher end businesses and condos and things of that nature mm-hmm. where the where the um, mini golf used to be and probably where the restaurant was. And the only thing that's kind of old school still left there is is Hoffman's Playland. So he did tell me that they have plans for it, that the new owners, you know, when they take ownership of it, will will have plans for that. But, um, you know, in the meantime, the, that stuff takes time to develop. And, and uh, so the, the park is still there, which is kind of cool. I hope they keep it out of spite. What do you mean? Like he just keeps the land and like people give him offers and they want to put like, I don't know, Buffalo Wild Wings on there. And he's like, no. And he just keeps it vacant. <laughs> it seems to be the opposite of that. He seems, you know, happy to have retired. And, and also happy that um, Huck Finn's, which is, by the way, Huck Finn's is a, um, a discount furniture warehouse mm-hmm. located in the warehouse district of Albany. Huck Finn's Warehouse and more. Yeah, they have their own jingle. Um, is it a full jingle or is it just a tag? I think it's Huck Finn's Warehouse and more, more than anywhere. Yeah, I think that's the extent. The humongous saving store. Oh. So there's a little more mm-hmm. to it. Um, but even so, local um, big discount furniture store, when Hoffman's Playland was looking for a buyer, they stepped in and said, hey, we'll we'll buy everything and we'll move it to our you know land, which is um, part of the Albany community as well. And uh, it's even more accessible to, you know, to the families who live in downtown mm-hmm. Albany and Arbor Hill and, and, and all those areas. But it's also right off the highway. So it's easy for anybody from any suburb to get to. It's visible from the highway, which is cool. But the fact that they stepped up and, and said, we're going to take all the rides, because otherwise they would have just gone to auction and they would have gone all throughout, um, you know, everywhere else. It, it, it just wouldn't have been the same. So the fact that they kept the band together, so to speak. And I think it's cool that it's like it was Hoffman's Playland. Now it's Huck Finn's Playland. Like it, it, you keep the age. 
uh, and the number of syllables too. Mm-hmm. So to me, it, it, it feels very natural, and they they really have done a pro job keeping that tradition going and setting it up um, in such a way that it feels like you're almost at the same park. Aside from the setting around it being different, um, everything else is very much the same, and, and I applaud them for that. And I think David and his family probably appreciated it as well. You're as passionate about your love of Hoffman's as I was about my hatred of marine life. <laughs> yes. Uh, it's all about the yin and the yang here. Yep. Uh, Hoffman's wholesome fun for the family marine land horrible torture for marine animals. well listen we're already 20 minutes into the um this is gonna be a long one here. guys um will it be as long as as water slide world i don't know we'll find out but before we get into the jingle itself yes. i want to know caitlin do you have any uh, other stories or, or, or fun memories of being at hoffman's or or people that you knew that went to hoffman's do you have any any background on on what you loved about it and and what you remember Oh no! Um, only that it was the only place that, like, the fun place that we went as kids. <laughs> I'm trying to tell like I had some horrible childhood. Wow! Where do you usually go to? Like, my parents uh, really, literally, cemeteries and um, <laughs> historic homes and gardens. My parents did not like amusement parks, um, and I didn't even really like rides. But these were like baby rides for baby children. Uh, and I remember it being a treat and probably easy for my mom to take us there and just like plonk us on things and have us be happy as clams while she got to sit down for a second. Okay. Well, I've got a couple stories and I'll be very brief about them since I've been talking. Do they involve, um, vomit, injuries? Injuries, yes. Injury, one specific injury. Mm-hmm. Um, that's one of them. My favorite I mean, stories. Some, uh, so the first two are very, sh- very short. So I'll say that uh, I remember a lot about Hoffman's, um, or I remember a lot about Hoffman's, but something I remember very fondly was going there with my parents. And I remember my dad, you know, loved to joke. He still does. Um, Happy Father's Day, which was somewhat recent uh, to this podcast being recorded. But um, my father would joke that he didn't want to go to Hoffman's even though we were on our way to Hoffman's at the time. And so there we were driving in his like 1986 Mazda 626. Mm-hmm. And we called it the red car. It was maroon. Um, and he'd be like, you know what? We're not going to Hoffman's. I'm just going to keep going. And we'd be on Route 9 and he'd have his hands on the steering wheel and he'd be like, wait a minute, what's happening? And he would act like the car had free will and had mm-hmm. decided that it wanted to go to Hoffman's as well. And so he'd be like fighting the wheel, trying not to turn into Hoffman's parking lot while me and my sister were like, yeah, yeah, go red car, go. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so... That's how we would get into Hoffman's with, with this gag. Um, and then when we were in Hoffman's, we would ride the rides. And whatever rides an adult could ride with a kid on, um, he would join us. He brought us on the roller coaster. And he, it was a very small roller coaster. But, you know, it had some whip to it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, you know, every roller coaster starts with, like, the um, the incline where you're being kind of towed up on a cable. Tick, 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 yeah, yeah. Tick, tick. And we go up and he go, this isn't bad. No, nah, this is fine. This isn't scary. I'm not scared at all. And then as soon as we get to the top, he'd be like, oh, my God. <laughs> and act like it was like the highest thing he uh-huh. saw ever. And he would freak out and we would just love it. So when I went uh, on the roller coaster with Emmett uh, mm-hmm. just this past weekend, I did the exact same thing. Not the whole, I don't know if, if I should be turning here or not, but joking around, pretending to be scared on the roller coaster, which, by the way, really whips you around. You know, if you're sliding back and forth on these seats, it's, you know... It's very sharp turns because mm-hmm. it has a relatively small uh, footprint. Um, speaking of things I went on, though, this weekend in Hoffman's, we went on, or Huckfins, 
we went on, which I believe is called the Paratrooper. Do you remember this ride? It looks like it has like a pair, like a paratroop um, or a uh, parachute. Parachute. It's called the Paratrooper, I believe, but it ha- looks like it has a parachute above mm-hmm. it, and then there's like it's suspended by a pole, and then there's like a bench seat. Oh, it's like a does it is a swing that goes. Yeah, around? it's like a swing. So it's a big circle with lots of swings attached to it. Mm-hmm. The swings have like a canopy over each one. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the whole thing raises up on a giant arm. So sometimes you're really low to the ground, and sometimes you're really high off the ground. And then meanwhile, your swing is you know moving mm-hmm. with the momentum of the whole thing. Um, I didn't remember exactly how this ride operated, but you know my. I said, okay, I mean, you can go on this. And then the attendant's like, hey, you, you got to go on there with them. And that should have been my first red flag was mm-hmm. like, wait a minute. Why do they need me to go on the ride with this kid? It's a kid's ride, right? It's not a kid's ride. Um, also, all the other rides uh, take tickets, only one ticket, or most of the other rides only take one ticket. This one needed two tickets per rider. Mm-hmm. So, like, there must be some serious thrill here. Again, another red flag that I just, you know, uh, gleefully ignored so we get on it and we start going and we start going around and i'm like oh man i'm gonna be sick <laughs> like this thing is just spinning quickly low to the ground this doesn't feel great keep it together don't throw up on your son mm-hmm. he, he'll have a bad time is he in his own seat or are you holding him in one seat? we're in a bench seat together i'm on the inside he's on the outside and i've just kind of got my arm around him mm-hmm. well i'm also clutching like a diaper bag because we have our infant son uh, owen with us as well he's down on the ground with mom thankfully um and then all of a sudden the thing starts to rise and i didn't know i was afraid of heights i mean i've I've kind of felt like i was at times but i i mean we were really up there and it was swinging and i'm like what year is this ride from when was the last time Mm -hmm. it was uh inspected and i know they inspect them regularly um but I was like looking at the roof of Huck Finn's warehouse and other warehouses. And then I was zipping down to the ground. I'm holding on to Emmett because he's little and I feel like he could just slip out underneath the bar. I mean, there was like a very, you know, mm-hmm. loose seat belt meant to remind us that we should be remaining in the seats. But, um, oh my gosh, it was scary. And when we got down, I was just like, never again. Something, I, uh, uh, something else that happened at that park, you know, the little boat ride. Uh, so it's it's just people at home. It's just like a boat or a series of boats that are all connected on a wheel that just go in a circle um, on a track, basically, um, around a central rotating thing. I don't know what you call it. It's like a, a little circular pool that they sort of go around. Yeah. And again, they're all attached by poles and, and I assume they're on wheels underneath the water. Um, but they definitely have a set path in a circle. Well, Emmett's going on this and um, there's two kids going as well i mean there's all the boats are filled but there's two kids on another boat and their brother their brothers and their parents are out there watching us you know the kids are going by themselves and their parents are watching as we are watching our children and the one younger kid who looked like he was probably only two is like screaming like get me off mom and dad i don't want to be here and like the attendant's like mom and dad don't seem to care and mom and dad you know are like "Mm, yeah haha this is funny Mm -hmm. look at our kid and they're going around in a circle this kid's this kid's freaking out well the kid starts to climb out of the boat by like rising up out of the seatbelt and getting onto the back of the boat with mm-hmm. so he's sitting on the back of the boat and he's like teetering like he's gonna fall backwards while this boat ride would continue in a forward motion mm-hmm. he was going to fall in the water underwater being ground to a slurry and then being ground to a slurry <laughs> it was going to happen we were watching mm-hmm. it unfold and then you know and the parents were like ha 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 that almost happened and like jamie my wife and my mother-in-law who was there like all the other parents were like their hearts were racing like that child. He mm-hmm. almost died in front of us. And, you know, 
I, I don't know if I blame the attendant for not, you know, saying, hey, maybe we should stop the ride with this little kid freaking out um, because the parents were standing right next to the attendant who, you know, just let it happen. But we really felt like that kid was either going to drown or bonk his head or mm-hmm. um, get ground up by the, the, you know, 1930s or 40s gears. The pool just slowly <laughs> turns red. <laughs> like, like Jaws 3, the revenge mm-hmm. or something. Um, so, yeah, that happened, too. Um and then finally, the last thing, this is Hoffman's adjacent. adjacent. Uh, remember I mentioned that one of the Hoffman brothers owned the mini golf course? Yes. Well, after we went to Hoffman's Playland one time, me, my dad, and my sister went next door to uh, the golf mini golf place. Mm-hmm. And on hole number one, I said, you know what? I'm going to wind up with like a regular old golf swing, not like a you know putter swing. But I just like I did a complete backswing, nailed my dad square on the eyebrow mm-hmm. and then, you know, and then followed through on my shot. He was bleeding so badly. We had to stop immediately and he had to go to the ER to get stitches because I just thought it would be funny to take a full like happy Gilmore style golf swing and, and bash him in the face. <laughs> Um, yep. And we still talk about that. Um, and he still has a scar, you know, where he doesn't grow, you know, hair perfectly mm-hmm. on his eyebrow because I was just like, Hey, wouldn't it be funny if I took a full golf swing, uh, when nobody is expecting it, you know, at Hoffman's mini golf. So yeah. I like these stories of horrific accidents and, uh, swings. Well, I'm glad that there were no horrific accidents involving that swing ride because that would have been like i would have been like projected or emmett would have been like we would have gone clear across 787 which did is it, which is a highway next did door to emmett this play, like it uh, or was park. he like afraid he liked it a lot he didn't like the roller coaster i think it was mm-hmm. just a little too um herky-jerky for him um but everything else he really really liked um and he even wanted to do that that big slide where you go up and then you go down on the uh mm-hmm. in the potato sacks he wanted to do it by himself and he was like he's a tall kid um so he was like borderline like they might if we said like, oh, can he go by himself? They probably would have said yes, because he was right there at, mm-hmm. the, at the height limit um, or the height you know, requirement, I should say. But yep, he loved the park. We all loved it. Um, and uh, I want to go back. Can't wait. And it's cheap. It was like it was 30 bucks for 25 rides, 25 tickets. Um, oh, it's like you get in for free and then just buy the tickets. Yes. Anybody can walk in and just hang out and stuff. You know, there's no admission. Um you just you just go buy the tickets and and the tickets you know if you buy them one at a time it's like two twenty five mm-hmm. if you buy them all together you know it ends up being like a dollar thirty if you get like the big value pack and you can use the tickets any day so you know we have some left over we'll go back later this summer economical and wholesome love it love it love it well what do you say Caitlin should we actually listen to this jingle jingle time thank you for listening to story time um, now it's time to hear that jingle this is the Hoffman's Playland thirty second spot. Here's the place where a happy face is as natural as can be. The carousel spins a magic spell, making family memories. Have a holiday, holiday. feeling good, feeling free. Hoffman's Playland, Hoffman's Playland, Hoffman's Playland, Hoffman's Playland, Hoffman's Playland. Hoffman's Playland. the family place to be. Okay, Caitlin, can we please get your first impression? We're recording a little later than usual. So I had some weird thoughts. Um, <laughs> like, do you, like when the sun goes down, do you, does your mind wander? When the sun goes down, my mind goes with it. And I was listening to this logo. 
Logo? Jingle. You did it again. I keep, I will always do it. So I always say, uh, logo to the jingles of the eyes. Listening to this jingle, and I'm like, this is, this is jazzy. It sounds like I'm, I'm in a mall. It sounds like it's, uh, I'm in a grocery store. It's 1986 or seven. Um, I don't know if there's any non-electronic instruments in this jingle. There's maybe like a piano, but otherwise it's just like... It's probably a digital piano. Yeah, I definitely think it is. Somebody's just doing like beep boop on a very early kind of electronic music. And then the phrase like natural's not in it came to my head, which is the name of a 1979 song by the Gang of Four... You're over my head. I don't know what you're talking about. Iconic uh, punk band had a song called Natural's Not In It. And the first line of that song goes, the problem of leisure, what to do for pleasure. And then I'm like, Hoffman's Playland. <laughs> so it's the, is it the lyrics that remind you of the feel of Hoffman's Playland? Or is it the feel of the song it all came together i'm like this is not a natural jingle it's all like beep boop electronics it's not natural the problem of pleasure what to do for pleasure a playland a land of play okay connect these dots for me i i don't know if i can i think you're on a on an island here because i i I go the opposite direction this all feels very natural to me this all feels the way it should for a number of reasons it's very, it's very light. I'm told it's a light, fl- it's a fluffy, fluffy jingle. Yeah, I'll give you fluffiness. There's an airiness to it. Um, and maybe that's the way that the uh, the singer, um, her voice is doubled. So, you know, there's like, there's two of her and they're kind of singing like, almost like a couple angels, mm-hmm. you know, who float into your room with the do, 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 do. And you're like, oh, what is this? Who is this magical, you know, creature coming yeah, to take me away a, from the hardships of life? Is this a dream? It starts off with a dream. I think it is a dream. You know, like it starts off with that. And then, you know, you're in this dreamland, this playland. And then at the end of it, it kind of fades away and you're back to reality. Yeah. Like is that a, it could be a, a theme song to a sitcom. All right. I see, feel. now we're just getting into everything I've written down. So let's get Did into. Did you say that? Oh, absolutely. So, okay. I mean, why don't I start with, uh, yes. with the first thing I like you about go. it? Because. Because this is kind of, you know, related to everything mm-hmm. you just said. So I think that this is a perfect fusion between like what was 80s popular at the time in terms of um, television shows and, and other media and also the circus, you know, the, the amusement park circus feel um, that you would expect if you were on a carousel and they had like a, like a pipe organ going do, with do, a pre-recorded do, 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 track. Do, do, do. There's the a feeling of that, but make it 80s. Yeah, exactly. So if you listen to, and, and we didn't play it, but there are instrumental versions of this um, this jingle, which um, are on that CD. Mm-hmm. You can you can hear it without the vocals. And I hear the the strings doing, you know, um, da, 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 and you're just mm-hmm. like, oh yeah, this is like part of the circus. And there's a little bit of the um pop pop, just a little bit uh, that you would get, you know, on on a carousel with the, uh, you know, with with the pipe organ. Um, and yet it starts off with the synth do 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 do, and and the warm pad of do 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 do. Like that's how eighty sitcoms started. Yeah, you know? we're gonna go right into a. Uh 
Family Matters, or yeah. Full House Perfect. when they're on the roller coaster. Yeah, yeah. Well, wait a minute. Full House wasn't on the roller coaster. It's step by step. Really? Step by step, day by day. Think the Full House kids are not like, eh, on a roller coaster at the end? No, that's step by step. Both TGIF shows. Okay. We're going to do a whole separate podcast about this. and yes. I, You know. <laughs> but um, for real, like, imagine if this jingle was a sitcom mm-hmm. intro. I would watch it. It, it. It's a great show about um, a family-run amusement park and all the crazy characters that work there and, and all the crazy people that come and go. You know, the, the heartwarming uh, maintenance guy. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, the the vain sister. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it, th- this could work. <laughs> I'm seeing it. The guy is like, he's mopping, and then he like leans on his mop, looks at the camera. The <laughs> sister is like fluffing her hair in the funhouse mirror. Yes. Oh, my God. And yes. then she finally turns around. Somebody's like licking a, an ice cream cone or falls on the ground, and they're like. Okay. Now you are just describing the step-by-step uh, <laughs> is intro. Is that what happened? I'm fairly certain that was beat by beat in, in proper order. I want to say I've never seen Step by Step, but like something must mm, have, seems ins- like you have. <laughs> incepted itself in my head. Well, anyway, I think that the TV, this is TV theme song worthy, mm-hmm. um, even a TV show worthy uh, jingle. And um, and again, it's it's got that 80s, you know, do, 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 do. Like, it's like the more you know, <laughs> you know, that, that little commercial like a, campaign or that, it that PSA sparkly. campaign. It has that sparkly sound. Yes. So, so I really love that feel. That was, that was my favorite thing about the whole thing. How about you? Oh, um, it's the, it is, it's that sparkly, fluffy on an 80s cloud sound. And then the, the very end that I think you just did the do, 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 like the very end flutey part. Um, which but not really, a real flute. Did nothing is real. <laughs> it's somebody pressed the flute button on the very large and expensive at the time Casio, probably. Um, sounds like maybe one of my favorite television jingles. Jennifer slept here. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> which is a when we run out of actual jingles, maybe we'll touch on some old TV ones. But yeah, it's a. It's like, and it moves really fast. It's like the shortest 30 seconds, which I think I've said about a couple other jingles, but mm-hmm. it, it really goes. Um, and it's, a uh, it's easy on the ears. Oh, it certainly is. Um, I really like the, the, the way the melody builds. Mm-hmm. Um, so it starts off in, you know, like lower notes in the, uh, in the key, you know, escalate. Take it higher. And then so and as is proper in in songwriting, you want like the highest note to be um at the end of the song in in like the the in the the climax of the song, like the chorus. Huffman's Playland, Huffman's Playland, Huffman's Playland. Like oh yeah, like there it is. Family place to be. I hope you like my lady voice. I'm trying to keep it airy, just like the original singer. Um, but yeah, the melody builds, which builds the excitement and the, the, um, the magic of the song. And then at the end it's like to be, and just like, and then we fade back to reality. Mm -hmm. Like that, that to me is just beautifully written and, um, it's just really well done. Catch Hoffman's Friday at 730 on NBC. (laughs) Right after Jeopardy. Um, now did you learn anything about, uh, what the coast to coast productions? I did. I did, actually. Um, 
based on their Facebook page, they still are uh, operating. Um, when I went to coast to coast productions, uh, com, it brings me to just a single slide. I'm showing it to you now with the same logo and it says coast to coast productions. Now it's one Tara Boulevard suite 200 in Nashville, New Hampshire. Okay. The letterhead has one Indian head Boulevard, mm-hmm. which makes me think maybe it's the same place and they wised up and changed the name. We don't, we don't of do the Boulevard anymore. Yeah. Um, but it just says like, hey, just you know, send us an email. Here's our phone number, or go to our Facebook page. And when you go to the Facebook page, it's you know, it's up to date. Like they have a, a posting from June, and I really like their little about um, section. It says creating musical advertising jingles for local slash national companies, ranging in categories from fertil- fertility clinics to funeral homes and everything in between. What is the jingle for a fertility clinic? I, don't know. I must know. Or a funeral home for that matter. Isn't this like living the dream? <laughs> oh, getting to do what these people yes. do? Yes. We've already talked about our desire to do this. They're doing it and doing it and doing it well. Um, I love it. We've got to get in touch with these people and uh, just let them know how much we appreciate their jingle. But it looks like we're not the only ones who, who appreciate everything they've done. Um, I, I just can't. I can't. I can believe they're still around. That For like I can. Thirty years. Um, I mean, listen. When you're good at what you do, you you keep getting business. You know, mm-hmm. uh, there's always like that contractor who goes out of business because uh, he or she cannot, you know, manage the business. But there's the other ones who can't manage a business, but they're so good at what they do that people don't care. And um, you know, maybe these guys don't market themselves all that well because they only have a Facebook page, but maybe they don't need to because they're that effective and everybody knows them um, in the Northeast. So David and Ruth, or I only spoke with David Hoffman, but he didn't know how they got linked up with, with this particular advertising agency mm-hmm. um, or this jingle company. Um, he didn't have any background about you know the singers or anything like that. And a better podcaster might have done even further research and you know maybe reach out to Coast to Coast on this mm-hmm. one. But... Um, you really, you blew it all on the Hoffman's research. We had no time left for coast. And again, by Hoffman's research, I mean watching the documentary about Hoffman's twice. Mm-hmm. The first time just for sheer enjoyment. The second time to like write down my facts. Um, both times, I cried at the end. I got teary. I'm, I'm an emotional dude. I get teary eyed. And at the end of this documentary, mm-hmm. spoiler alert, they're, they're, you know, interviewing people from the community and there's like dads holding their kids and they're like i'm just so happy that i get to experience this with my kids one more time and like the dad is like crying and then like the little girl is hugging him like it's okay daddy mm-hmm. and i'm just like you know and I, I identify with that dad you know he's remembering what it was like to be a kid in this carefree world and um the world that is hoffman's playland and then you know even the kid doesn't quite get it yet but mm-hmm. knows that daddy, you know, is not, not hurting, but, um, in the cats a, in the cradle situation. It really is. Mm-hmm. And so anyway, so I watched it twice and I teared up both times. Um, and I was holding my infant son the second time. So that, that, that really got the, uh, the daddy hormones going. And was he like, don't cry, daddy. We will go to Hoffman <laughs> he was like, soon. I know I can barely speak. <laughs> um, I say mama and, and poop. My, sir, my third word is Hoffman. <laughs> um, yeah, so we'll find out more about Coast to Coast in a future episode. I cannot wait to find out more about Coast to Coast. Um, I can't wait to hear what's on this tape. And I'm going to be having fantasies where Coast to Coast is like, Kaylin, help. We need somebody to write some words to this fertility clinic jingle. <laughs> Only you can help us. And I'm like, 
knocking up Nashua <laughs> for 50 years and counting. And they hire me on the spot. <laughs> knocking up Nashua. Yeah. Is that the name of the business or is that the slogan in the, uh, is that the hook of the jingle? That's I the hook of the jingle because I know they're located in Nashua. Um, TBD on the name. Can of you the imagine if the business clinic. was knocking up Nashua? Like, oh, just go to knocking up Nashua if you need 50 bucks. Like, you know, yeah. Well, you could donate and Don't, do oh, good for your community. Exactly. Oh my gosh. All right. Um, anything else about this jingle that you loved or anything you'd want to change? <sighs> you know, the only fault I can find is that, uh, it it does it's not specific we say hoffman's playland and we know what hoffman's playland is uh but it's you don't really know that it's for a little amusement park or a rides place i'm shaking my head no here they mentioned the carousel in like the like the second line i thought i was i always interpreted the carousel as like a carousel of the mind <laughs> <laughs> You're a real, real deep thinker there, like four-year-old Caitlin. <laughs> like the carousel spins a magic spell. Even spins the magic spell. Like it's spinning. It's a carousel. It's a, it's a the carousel is a the carousel of life. Oh, no, 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 no. This 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 jingle is perfect. You're born, you die. This it's jing- a carousel. This jingle is perfectly crafted. It paints a picture of what this is. And by the way, they say Hoffman's Playland about seventeen times at the end of it um, to really hammer home what it's called Mm -hmm. i mean there's no doubt this is an amusement park you don't and i remember seeing this on television as well so maybe that's why it's it's in my head the way it is well i was at cemeteries and missed out (laughs) so if you heard this jingle would you be like is it another cemetery are we going to uh, a crypt mom and dad or would you be like "Hmm, maybe this is going to be i don't know an amusement park for kids (laughs) it's a it's definitely a play land like like the play place at a McDonald's like would you think it was that based on this jingle um it could a be ball a ball pit with you know yeah, french fries a, and children uh lingering in the bottom of it a big playground um where one learns about the carousel of birth and death <laughs> okay well i'll i'll say uh, i think this is one of the near perfect jingles i always say that because we're picking jingles uh, mm-hmm. that we love um i love the rhyme scheme though and i think it deserves to be pointed out that there's rhymes at the end of every phrase. Um, um, Is it ABA? Natural as can be. No, I'm not even going to get into that. Mm-hmm. And family memories. You know, so natural as can be. Family memories. Feeling good, feeling free. And then finally, the family place to be. So we got all the E's mm-hmm. in there. That ends every um, phrase, every you know line. Oh, yeah. But, feeling good, feeling free. That was my bio for this episode. Oh, nice. But, um, but inside the first couple lines, mm-hmm. there are rhymes within each lyric. So... Here's the place where a smiling face is as natural as can be. So mm-hmm. place and face. The carousel casts a, or spins a magic spell. Like carousel, magic spell, face and place. Like there's rhymes within the lines. Mm-hmm. And then each rhyme lines as each line rhymes as well. So to me, like that's really, really well done. I, I geek out over that stuff. That's like Howard Ashman, you know, from Disney movie quality uh, rhyming and deserves to be recognized. R.I.P. Howard Ashman. Mm-hmm. Pouring out for a real one. Mm-hmm. So so that that's what I would say. I'd say this is incredibly effective. I think it's beautifully written, beautifully produced. Um, kudos again to, you know, the the 
the person who penned this, you know, with the 80s slash circus fusion, as I call Mm it, um, and and capturing the feel of both the era from which it originated and the um, timelessness that it was going, trying to portray. So I I think it, 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 this is a home run. Eventually, I'd love to know more about the process. Like, were there a couple of drafts where they like, here it is, and Hoffman's were like, cool, I love it, done. Uh, were there notes? Hmm. Yeah. I, what was you know, it like? I mean, David uh, did not remember the process, but again, we're talking the 1980s is, is when he thinks this came from, uh, maybe the early 90s, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Um, but he didn't know. I, I would think that the folks at, at uh, Coast to Coast Productions Limited um, would be hard-pressed to remember every jingle that they've ever produced, or would they keep notes on something you know that, that predates the digital era? Maybe, maybe not. Probably not. So, but you know what? It can't hurt uh, mm-hmm. to email it if we if we get a, a anything, you know, any further information on this. Of course, we'll we'll follow up in a in a future episode. Stay tuned, listeners. But I do have to say, huge thank you to David and Ruth Hoffman, especially David, who you know took so much time out of his his day to meet with me and, and speak with me about this, and uh, and a huge thanks to the whole Hoffman family for for bringing so much joy to uh, the capital region of New York with their awesome amusement park. And one more huge thanks goes to Huck Finns, who carry on that legacy today with um, uh, a near-perfect uh, experience that continues with Hoffman's, or Huck Finns Playland. More than anywhere. More than anywhere. That's their jingle. Mm-hmm. Not, <laughs> not, uh, not one that we'll be hitting on at this point. So, That's All right. Good. Well, Caitlin, why don't we talk about what we are doing next? One that you picked. One that I picked um we are doing a logo that i'm gonna call a logo a jingle <laughs> a jingle n- i won't edit that out either like we're gonna I hope you never hold do. you to it um this is a mod i'm gonna call it a modern classic mm. it's perhaps the newest jingle that we'll be doing uh and it is for foxwoods casino or if you know the jingle, Fox Woods. Love it. I remember, um, and we'll get into this. Well, I'll save it for the next pod. But mm-hmm. I remember seeing that commercial many, many times on television uh, as I watched uh, sporting events on channels such as MSG, Madison Square Garden Network. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, growing up. So we'll talk more about that. But for now, I'm Don Ferlazzo. and I'm Caitlin Kay. This has been Welcome, Welcome to, to the, the Jingle. Jingle. See you next time. Bye. Yeah, let's live. Let's live. For the wonder of it all. Meet me at Foxwoods. Foxwoods. Foxwoods.